Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. All we do is talk about eating, drinking. We talk about uh, cooking. We talk about uh, everything that uh, makes your life a little bit more delicious. Uh, Would you like to share some of that with us or, or share that with us rather? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So give us a buzz, 260-6368, 260-6368. Coming up a little while in the program, he's been with us for the better part of an hour already, but he's going to stay another hour, and we're going to talk a few things over, as we have been with Alan Tobe, uh, yep. about uh, restaurants and about cooking and about wine and, and all of that. And that was his voice, I think it was, anyway. Is that you, uh, uh I'm uh, quite comfortable. Alan, yep, I'm just, it, I'm just, yes, yep, I've made myself at home here. Uh, it's good well, to, uh, you are successful in that uh, attempt. Let me just say, Tom, this, is, um, it, it, this has really been a pleasure. I've, I've, uh, you're one of my heroes, I, I have to say. Oh, it's, stop um, it. No, no, come on. <laughs> How can you say something like that? Well, maybe hero is not the right term, but uh, let me just say that uh, you're um, well-versed. You're an expert in New Orleans, not just New Orleans food, but uh, New Orleans culture and and everything fine and everything that's good. uh, that, That separates New Orleans from everywhere else. You know, people... Uh, I, I still feel like I've been plucked out of New Orleans. I'm up here in the, the cold and dreary northwest, but uh, deep down, I'm, I still I'm, I'm in New Orleans. You know, it's my yeah. stomach and my heart still connected, very much so, <laughs> to, to the to the great city of New Orleans. Um, I think I think that there's no better ambassador than Tom Fitzmaurice. Oh, uh, and, uh, for, now you're really going for to New fall. Orleans. Well, so you know your your show is testimony to that. That nobody, there is no other show like uh, the, the Food Show with Tom Fitzmaurice, and huh. we, even even up here in Seattle, there is a program where there's a couple of chefs that uh, you know they have the gift of gab and they talk a bit about food. Uh, but but nobody called. It's not not the same situation. Oh, I don't know about Biden. that. We we have X number of people who come in and talk to us every day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Your show no. is the only one. Uh, th- these two guys go on and on, but um, they don't invite people to call like you do. So 
uh, and share their experiences with, uh, with yeah. food. And, and so, you know. can I can I take a, a brief break off because uh, we have somebody else who uh, just moved oh. in. Uh, don't Please. go away yep. though, because you, you're, no, you're with... no, I'm, Paul. I'm welcome to the food show. Hey, good afternoon, Tom. How are you doing? I'm um, doing great. Come on in. All right. Uh, is Alan still on the phone? I think he matter is. Matter of fact, I am. Yeah. Alan, okay, are you great. still there? Um, Say something. Yeah, you're good. Okay, yeah. so um, Mid-City Seafood. Uh, you were asking about Mid-City Seafood, and my um, my ex used to work there. Um, the yeah. owners were uh, Elsie, Elsie, she thinks, and uh, Dan Antonio, but he went by the name of Frank. Hmm. I don't know if that rings any bells for anybody. But, um, no, that got past me one, one way or another. Hey, Paul? Yeah. Paul? I said, this is mid You're saying mid-city seafood when it was on yes. Canal? Yes, exactly, during the 90s. Was it always in the same spot on, on Canal Street? I don't remember what side street it was on, but it was right on that corner and had the corner entrance on an angle, you know, like you know, Mandina's does. Okay. And what what type of menu did they have? Obviously, seafood. I don't mean, yeah. I remember but... seafood in typical New Orleans fare. Um, you know, nothing unusual, just a good job of everything. They open for lunch as well as dinner? Uh, gosh, I don't know. It's, it's, I believe it's, so, but like it was a long time ago, you know. Yeah. And what what was the yeah, name of it? Do you remember? Uh, the restaurant was Mid City Seafood, and uh, Mid City Seafood. Elsie and, the owners were Elsie and Dan Antonio, but he went by the name of Frank. 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 Okay. Frank. Okay. And Elsie, I'll be darned. And you say, are you related to them? No, no. Um, my ex used to work there. Um, um, her name was Harriet, but she went by the name of Sam. So. Ah. But, uh, like, like I said, it was quite a while ago. In fact, I just sent her a message to get those names because I couldn't remember. Well, well it seems like you've put it together uh, since then, and I'm glad you did. About how long, uh, Paul, about how long were they open? Do you know? I'm just curious. No, no, I don't really remember. I know she only worked there for a couple years, and um, it was late 80s because uh, we took off for Baltimore uh, uh, at the end of the 80s. So it was late 80s and probably ran into the 90s from what I remember. I see. Well, are you, are you Paul, are you, um, are you living in New Orleans now still? No, unfortunately. Um, I live in Michigan. I'm an expat. In, uh, Michigan? Yeah, I try to get back there a couple of times. Yeah, Tom, you and I talked about the Badger a few times. Yeah, and, uh, and how about crossing the whole uh, uh, Michigan, Lake Michigan, with your car yeah. in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it used to, used to carry railroad cars. I figured that was your attraction to it. Back a long, long time, I had a girl who thought it would uh, uh, would be a good idea. To cross the to cross Lake Michigan in a car, <laughs> and with the car, with the car now. Yeah. Oh, Paul, let me ask you because I'm up here in Seattle, and I can say yeah. somebody was to say what 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 dish do you miss the most? I have to say uh, Joe and Pistado's uh, soft shell crabs uh, with that crawfish uh, cream sauce topping. But what 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 do you miss most? Um, as far as New Orleans food goes, before before food, I have to say the people. 
but um, so much has changed. I, I, I was out there uh, the year before Katrina hit and uh, came up to take care of my mom and wound up staying up here the whole time ever mm-hmm. since. And, um, you know, uh, Alonzo's, uh, that was one of my favorite places to go. As Alonzo's a on, on uh, just off on Jefferson Central. Highway? Yeah, on Central, oh. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's back, my old neighborhood. Yeah, my dad used to let you know I'm a big eater. I was a big boy, and uh, my dad would let me get a seafood platter there almost every Friday night. So, oh, uh, yeah, I, you know that that was one of my fond memories. Um, you only have five of them, boy. I wish I only had five of them. <laughs> hey, Paul, if you got a second, let me let, let me just ask you. Uh, sure. Do you, are there restaurants where you are now that claim to have New Orleans-style food or attempt to do, you know, a New Orleans menu? Just curious. They, they tend to pop up, but they don't last too long. Uh, yeah. around, here, around here, you know, um, high-end affair, you know, would never uh, cross into that uh, category of food. But um, a lot of small places and independents have tried to to do it um there are a couple that i've heard about that i haven't visited but the ones i have generally don't hit the mark and uh yeah see if you can avoid hitting the mark probably had a hard time they probably had a hard time uh getting people to want to pay the price for what it would take to get the quality uh up here um availability availability of uh let's certainly get on that yeah. Do, do you have oysters? This might be a dumb question, but do they have oysters no, in the area? No, but I have a friend that will uh, have some shipped in every now and again. He usually gets them from the East Coast. That's what he likes. But anyway, uh, I do enjoy the opportunity of shucking them for him. So kind of a that's the hardest memories. hardest and worst job in the world is oh, shucking yeah, oysters. I love it. I love it. Oh, you know, learned, oh you, you uh, can have all of mine, and next time I have a party with a lot of oysters, I'm going to call you and give you a free beer. Well, Go ahead. Just make sure that you like it. Like, it's the I food show. It. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, thank you for sh- uh, sharing all this, but don't go away because we're, we're going to poke in uh, to your brain a little bit more yet. So watch out. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's fun to be here with you every day. You know, I, I keep looking at this. Uh, you know there are things going on right now, and, uh, the, and one of the reasons that I am here today is that I have a, a commercial that I do uh, on the radio, uh, only really uh, just like one a day, I think. And here it is. It's just sitting right, right on top of me. The Dornack family cares about you, says here. Uh, they continuously restock their shelves. Here's Ron, uh, uh, Dornack's deals from uh, the meat department, USDA, uh, USDA Black Angus Choice. Uh, good stuff. Anyway, it was there. I just said, well, I may as well throw this out at people. It's all perfectly you know, true. Yeah? Uh, Tom, I was just going to say something about Dornax. You know, right after the hurricane, uh, the, uh, the staff uh, of Dornax grocery store would be out in the parking lot uh, making sandwiches, po' boys, uh, uh, you name it, uh, I think even gumbo. But uh, they were seeing the people. <laughs> they, they, they really are part of the community of, uh, of old Metairie. And um, I'm telling you that uh, that, that place is um, 
close to my heart. <laughs> I love doing that. Yeah, thing. a lot of people. It's it's one of those places where, okay, it's a big deal. It's a supermarket, except then when you walk around in it, you realize the quality of everything they have there is just you know, something it's you don't see ordinarily. It is. And uh, you remember, of course you do, uh, uh, Frank, um, oh, good, Frank, oh, his last name now, Frank Davis. What? Frank Davis. Frank Davis. Oh, Frank Davis. Frank Davis. Sure, he's uh, he wrote. Uh, he was on TV a lot. Is that who you're thinking about? Yes, I, I yeah. used to run into him there. He, he would do he would do little uh, cooking show bits. I think he did. He did cooking shows, and he used to do a TV show over on Channel Four. That guy, I got to know him pretty well before he his career took off. Because uh, we had this, basically the same schedule in our shifts, so uh, I, he and I would just shoot the the breeze all the time, and he knew something about fishing and everything else. He really was on top of it. He was, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, when I think of Dornax, uh, I think of Frank Davis because um, Frank Davis, yeah. Uh, I, I think it was like every 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 Thursday or something. He did this. Uh, he would do a little cooking demonstration. Uh, of some 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 dish or something, uh, do a recipe yeah. or make something. But well, uh, basically, what what, what happened? Yeah, you're right about everything you just said. But the funny thing is that uh, when he got out of that and started doing all the TV stuff, and then he passed away. I'm sure you know. Uh, but yeah. I, I I was the guy who took his place on a whole lot of uh, things. Not not fishing. I don't know anything about fishing or about sports at all. So uh, anyway, it was very flattering to follow in his uh, uh, footsteps. Great guy, Frank Frank Davis. I think Frank might say the same thing about you. He's still around. There's no doubt about it. He followed your footsteps uh, in in many ways as well. and, and now that we've brought up Frank Davis, i got to mention that Buddy Stahl. I don't know if he's still around. but uh, uh, Buddy Stahl, he's not with us anymore. I'm sorry to say no. that. Oh, yes. Okay. He, he, uh, he and I were in the same uh, uh, retreat group at Manresa. And that guy, you, if you started him talking on any subject, anything at all, he could keep it going for uh, three weeks. He was he was too much. He was really a kick. He knew so much about so many things. He was an amazing guy. And he but he was a lot of fun and he nice nice guy. It's the food show on top of us. Yep, I, I, certainly I, was. Yeah. I had the pleasure of waiting on him uh, uh, at the Court of Two Sisters, and uh, even though it was so many years ago, I still I remember it was like yesterday. But you're right, he could just go on and on about. Um, uh, anything uh, under the subject of New Orleans, and he wrote books too. Uh, yeah, yep. history. Yep, I call them history books because uh, um, it's learning history in a fun way by reading his books. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, terrific. And uh, he's got a great book. It's right over here, called "Lost Restaurants of New Orleans." And I just ah. cheated. I just it just occurred to me. Wait a minute. I wrote this book uh, myself. Let me put it back. That's your book. <laughs> we will come back with more of the food show in just a moment. After first, please this. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's just on. Huh? 
<laughs> uh, we're just standing on the outside of uh, Lake Pontchartrain, I guess. And uh, anyway, we are talking about the food of New Orleans. Some, nothing new for us. That's what we talk about and have been for a long, long time. And uh, coming to you live today from over here, uh, looking at things happening around here. And uh, one, I'd really like to know where you have been dining lately or where you're thinking of going out. Uh, we always bring that up because uh, people get that idea in their brains where they're going to go, but they don't want quite get it. Like uh, not uh, early, too much earlier in the program today, we had uh, Alan with us, and Alan has been with us for just about the whole show today, which has been a lot of fun to, to have him and just uh, exchange well, different things. Oh, and he's still there, apparently. Uh, well, I, uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, hi, Alan. Thank you for wait, uh, waiting around so long. That's really uh, well, thanks, yep. thanks for keeping me here and not, and not kicking me out. I, this, is, uh, this is great. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. so no, long. Uh, we got another one. Yeah. You know, I, I want to encourage anybody to call. I don't want to monopolize uh, my conversation here with Tom. <laughs> so, so. Oh, I don't think I you need to worry about it. It's uh, uh, everything's uh, happening right now. I encourage to, folks to uh, to call in and and also take advantage of um, uh, mm -hmm. your knowledge, Mr. Tom Fitzmaurice. Awesome. Hey, you know, as long as you're here, I wanted to uh, – yeah. I, I, someone asked me a question about uh, 45 minutes ago, and we didn't quite answer it. Uh, anyway, someone – I mentioned that off Lake Pontchartrain, just right at the the, uh, the – the, not the river. It's not the river. It's uh, the, the lake and uh, where it flows around. And uh, yeah. we were talking about that. And I couldn't. Uh, someone wanted to know about the bozos. That's that's how this got started. But it turns out, yeah. uh, bozos. Uh, he is not around anymore. His wife is also gone. Uh, one of them, eighty-five. The other one was ninety-something. The nicest people, just really great people. But uh, then I started pointing out to this um, uh, these items that uh, were coming out of there. Uh, Rip is the name of the restaurant I was trying to remember. It, just simple as that, uh, R-I-P. And it's it's right there in the front of the entire uh, area of Lake Pontchartrain right there. So you can open it up, and, and there it is. I had a terrific dinner there last night, uh, much more to th than I thought we would, because most of the time we get something like this out of a, a restaurant, it isn't quite what it could be. Well, this one has uh, managed to get around that with not having that problem. So anyway, uh, what that will tell you is that we are very interested in talking about restaurants that have come and gone, about dishes that you like to try. Someone asked me one uh, earlier in the program today, uh, and it involved, uh, let's see, what did I do? Why did I move it somewhere else? <laughs> Well, we got it in a second. Two six zero. Tom. Yes. Hello. Come on in. Yeah. It, well, it's me, Alan. Still, I was going to ask you this place that that, that um, yeah. you yeah. and Marianne dined at that last night. Uh, they do, do they have oysters on the menu? Uh, they do have oysters on the on the menu. This is we're talking about. Uh, uh, which one are we talking about? Uh, what well, you said, rib. Rib. 
<laughs> oh no, no, that's the what? no. Uh, the the what I was talking about was uh, a restaurant uh, whose name is Rip, and it's right on oh, uh, oh. right on the lakefront. And uh, we were trying to figure it out earlier. Nobody could remember the name of the place, but we finally did, and there it is. And uh, there it is. But the, you know when the place you went, the place you dined last night, they do have oysters. And I was just kind of they curious. Do. But there. they had they had one funny one though, and I've tried it once before, and I'm not going to get it again. Some people apparently like it, but I'm not one of them. What they do is they they basically get a, a big piece of French bread. And then they top it with a lot of the sauce from Oysters Rockefeller and some cheese and a few other things. This goes across the top, and they take the whole thing, throw it in the oven, let it get in there and start crunching a little bit. And then you can take it out, and it's not bad. It's not good either. Uh, it's And when you take a sacred dish, which I think Oysters Rockefeller is, it's and I think Oysters Bienville is actually even better. But if you're mm-hmm. doing something like that and you're smashing it with a whole bunch of uh, cheese and that kind of thing and serving it, let's just say it's good, but it isn't something that would get my palate going particularly. So uh, so I almost ordered that, and then I looked at it, and I said, oh, yeah, I remember they caught me with this once before. So not this time. So we moved on. Gosh, I don't blame you. It, it sounds like, you know, you really... Oysters Rockefeller, Oysters Bando. If you're gonna, you don't fool with that. You leave it as it is. If, uh, well, it depends. If you have, if you have some uh, some ability, and also if you have seeing what you can get away with, <laughs> you can. We can talk about that. Anyway, sorry to interrupt now, you. I as I did. Oh no, no. I, now Oysters Rockefeller. Some, I had a discussion with somebody that said that it really originated uh, in New York. It's not in New Orleans. Yeah, that's that's bunk. No, that's absolutely bunk. Because it's named for uh, the not so much the the ribbon, uh, not the uh, 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 Rick the Rockefeller uh, man. man, man uh, right, right. Right. Yeah. Well, it was so, yeah, John Rockefeller. Who who was it? Anyway, it wasn't named for him. It, it was something that Antoine himself said. I want to ma- change the name of this because I like this guy, and he, he makes a lot of money. That's that's and that's why we're putting green oysters Rockefeller there. That's what we. That was the story behind oysters Rockefeller. I see. Well, it is often duplicated, uh, not only in New Orleans at various mm-hmm. restaurants, but. Uh, it, it is something that you will find here and there on menus uh, up in the Northeast, and even here in Seattle, there was uh, there's an, a restaurant, o- Elliot's Oyster House, and they also had oysters rockefeller on the menu um, because uh, you know if you're true to the, as you say, you don't you don't mess around with that recipe. It, there's a certain it, it is what it is. You don't need to put it on French bread or, or leave it in the shell. Uh, but it was on the menu shortly, and uh, I told him uh, it's good. Uh, you need to work on it a bit. And it's, it's no longer on the menu, and probably not because of anything I, I said. But speaking of oysters, uh, it was mentioned, and I don't know if it was you, Tom, or, or Marianne that said that 
uh, charred railed oysters, which is um, definitely an invention of Drago's. Or, mm-hmm. or if it's not, you certainly can't get any better than Drago's. Uh, no, you can't. It's it's the best. Uh, He's right about that. That's a that's a classic. And and the fact is that it's not a copyright. Any any restaurant can can do this dish, apparently. At least it, it try to. Uh, and it's not real hard. I mean, I can even do it myself, but. I, I find that interesting that that it's exploded, uh, it's extended to so many restaurants in New Orleans. That's uh, I was at the, when I was in New Orleans last uh, last spring. I went to the Bourbon House and they had a very good drug uh, grilled oyster uh, on their menu. And um, as many of it, it, it's it's it seems to be done right in so many restaurants. I think that's uh-huh. just. Does Pascal's Manali also do charcoal oysters? Uh, they they do indeed, but they, they have had a, a, a change in ownership. But that has not had any effect on it that I can tell, and I've been there several times since then, and it's been good. So uh, you don't have to worry about them. Well, you know, yeah. you, you, you brought up several interesting questions here, if I may address them, or I'm, I can just drug away. No, anyway, uh, Drago's... Uh, first of all, you can't uh, copyright a, a recipe. You, you you just can't do it. There's there's you can redo the label. You can put a lot of copy of it on there and or or a, a song that attaches to it. You can do all of those things, but you cannot nail down a recipe. And so that's why you that's why Drago's hasn't had to worry about that too much. They just went in and they started doing. If you want to get their recipe, just ask them; they'll give it to you. That's it, and no problem. Bang, you got it. So, uh, so those you have those two things, and then you have other oyster dishes of various kinds. Some of them are really tight with how much they're going to let other people do it, and some of them not so much. And uh, that's basically the story of that. It has any worth to you? Uh, I I hereby bestow it upon you. <laughs> well, Tom, you know I find I, I find it interesting <laughs> that they're they're so liberal about uh, that the fact that every it's on so many menus now. They, yeah. they don't have a problem with that. They're, they're like maybe it's because they do it so well. Oh, they know that, that's it. <laughs> you can't. It's not going to be better than what they do. Um, so they're like, they're not, they're not, they're not mad. <laughs> they're like, okay, yeah. go ahead. They, uh, go ahead. They've, they've got it nailed down. I mean, that's just uh, the bottom line on that. And, uh, and it really has become a, a dish that everywhere you go, there it is. They, everybody's doing it and nobody seems to be doing even bad versions of it. I, I we get them almost anytime Marianne and I go out to eat. If they have oysters done any way at all that look like they're good, we get them, especially those grilled oysters with the uh, Parmesan cheese and the garlic and the butter, which is what that is. I so, agree. It, yeah. And? Tom, I was going to ask you, uh, do you make char-grilled oysters uh, at, the, at the ranch, at where you live, do you, uh, do you have, when you break, yeah, break out the old egg? I have a few uh, things. 
But my favorite use of it is when we get to Thanksgiving. Uh, I love Thanksgiving for a whole bunch of reasons, and uh, and all of them good. But they have uh, there's one over there that I really don't like, and that is dressing for your Thanksgiving dinner. You talk to anybody who's doing it, they're, they're dressing. They're oyster dressing or whatever it is that they're calling it, and there it is. And uh, I I can't stand that. I don't. It's not a dish I like at all. And the reason I don't is that it takes all the f- real flavor, flavor out of it, and the rest of it kind of drifts off to the side. Uh, I, after we come back from the break here, I will tell you why it is uh, that I don't like that, but even more so where you can get it and enjoy it. So, uh, But first, we have to take a break, and we'll do that, and then be back with more of the Food Show here on 105.3 FM HD2. Hello. Hey, we're still here. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. What we do is talk about food. I mean, it's as simple as that. I, You don't have to add anything to it. And it's uh, great to be here with you talking about food, restaurants, and then I can sometimes move into music, but I'm not going to do that with you because you don't like it. As I've been told. Oh, I, me- I, never, huh? I never said what? I didn't like it. No? Okay. Let, well, that, that's, that sounds good to me. Well, uh, let's see. We, uh, we are in the throes of uh, discussions of all sorts of things. Uh, to uh, Alan. This is still Alan? Yeah, yeah. I'm still here. Alan, Alan Taub. Yes. And yep. uh, he, is, he is hanging out with us. And, uh, <clears throat> and we have been talking about all the places where he has died. No, excuse me, where he dined. I, see, I didn't mean that to come out. I mean, that's that. I, I wonder what, uh, what, uh, thro- uh, uh yeah, pomp Tom, uh, and we circumstances. Were, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring it back. You, you meant you, you brought up the, 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 this point that, that you haven't, it's, have you ever had a good oyster stuffing or dressing? Oh, or, oh, or oh, you, yeah, yeah. We complete. I, here I was sitting writing all that down and, uh, and I'm forgetting to lay it on you. you okay. You mentioned this, you don't you don't care for it, and I'm just wondering if, no. if have you ever had it where it was pretty good or yes. What's the yeah. what's the deal with oyster? Here's uh, he, he, here's my approach to it, which is really different from anything else you've ever had before, and it is a killer. Okay, so here's here's what I do. I make oysters Bienville. Basters, excuse me. Uh, what we we got uh, is um, what was what was I just that was I said yeah, well, something. Well, uh, I brought up I, uh, why you yeah. didn't like you didn't care for oyster yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, oyster stuffing. Right, right. But you can you can get an oyster stuffing or, or a dressing, you know, whatever you want to call it. And, and what yeah. I do is that instead of jamming it into uh, you know a, a, a coating on the outside. I actually uh, make the inside from an, uh, a bunch of oysters, um, oysters, uh, Bienville, which has some seafood in it. It has some uh, herbs, a little bit of uh, some of the different different kinds of herbs. Hard to even say. Uh, and then uh, some oysters, uh, but it comes down to all of the ingredients that you would put into a uh, the it kind sounds like, of Tom, it's, 
sounds like you're talking about a casserole. Do you make it like an oyster casserole? That's, that's exactly what I do. I make it into a casserole. You put it in the oven. You bake it until it's bubbling here and there. And then you take it out. The elegance of this flavor is off the charts. It's fantastically good. But it doesn't have the oysters and the bread dough and all that. It's just so boring. I mean, uh. but uh, at uh, Thanksgiving time, I always have that other one, and I don't tell anybody. I say this is my, this is my Thanksgiving uh, stuffing. Here, go for it. Uh oh. Oh man. We are this now. Fantastic. We are about is- to uh, get covered by Chef Andrea. Hey Tom. And my here he is. Day. Welcome. What's your lucky day? My lucky well, day is today. It's somebody Friday, said it's their lucky day. What? Absolutely. Every day is yeah. my lucky day. Once I get up in the yeah. morning, I come to Andrea, yeah. I'm very happy. I'm, I'm a lucky day every day. Right. I never work Step a day of my life. I never work a day of my lifetime. And oh, I know yeah. the same thing with you. Uh, you never work a day in your life. I know that because you enjoy your work, and I know you. So um, you've oh, done okay. a lot for the city, uh, the radio you know, show. I, and One of these days I'm going to tra- talk you into forgetting about that uh, th- those uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, sardines? The, no, not sardines. These are, uh, gosh, I need uh, the, the word for this. It's the... Cooking? No, no. It's, I'm not going to get there. We've been okay. too long doing this today. Okay. I'll, I'll think hey, of it Jeff? in the next couple of minutes. Okay, no problem. So, Chef Andrea? Yeah. It, yeah it hi. Is, Chef, can you hear me? Yes, huh? Yes. How you doing? Chef, this is Alan. I, I, I was a waiter in your restaurant back in the 90s. And hey, Alan. How you doing? Real, I don't know if you remember me, but I remember you. And I just want to say I miss you. I love you. Uh, you were, uh, I waited tables with Santino. Santino is still there, correct? Oh, he's still here. He's in my old picture in the diner. <laughs> Chef Andrea. He's, like, he's one of my oldest, oldest son here. <laughs> please tell Santino that Alan says hello, please. Uh, he was my back waiter. He yeah. was my back waiter when I was uh, working uh, for you. And, That's wonderful. You know, I am... I have nothing but the best to say about you, Chef. You were thank you. Well, I appreciate uh, for all your help. I appreciate for all your support, and uh, it's a wonderful profession. And I know I couldn't do, I could have done without you. So, you know, it takes two uh, front and the back of the house and professionalism, quality, consistency, and service. You did a great job. I'm very proud of you. And please come home because anytime my home is here, you can come anytime. So we'd love to thank see you, all that. You know, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Absolutely. Well. It's Tom, always good uh, to hear from you, and what? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. Uh, What's, Tom, today, uh, uh, you're doing a dinner, aren't you? We do, yeah, on Thursday night, yeah, with the wine yeah. dinner, with uh, uh-huh. uh, great wines and great food. We have a Sicilian menu going on on the 19th of um, this month, March, and San Joseph, to honor San Joseph. We have uh, artichoke, we have uh, sardines, we have uh, a wonderful uh Chopina pezzuppe di pesce because there's a lot of bounty for full, uh, food, uh, seafood in Sicily. And uh, we have tuna from Sicily. We have all kinds of wonderful dishes. Uh, pasta milanese with fresh sardines and dust on top with uh, a little touch of breadcrumbs and uh, pecorino cheese. Really outstanding. People look this time of the year to have uh, sardine time and all these wonderful things that we do. The artichoke in season, so we have the bounty for, bounty for in, in our menu this evening. 
Uh, we have some. I just feel like uh, some beautiful pumping up, by the way. I know you like the pumping up. I'm just feeling like Susie came to the radio to the show, but I'm just doing some uh, wonderful, beautiful, fresh pumpernel, uh fresh flounder, and uh, I caught some fresh salmon, whole salmon. As you know, all the fish got to swim to my door because I do butcher all my uh, fish, my meat, everything got to be fresh. I made pasta. But uh, this mm-hmm. is a re- really wonderful thing that we're corning crab for the soup. You know, with the entree, you get soup and salad, you know, all the time. So uh, with the entree, oh, and, uh, yeah, that's, it's always yeah. wonderful. So it's really uh, right. very, very uh, great. Tonight we have in the Cabbie Blue, we have uh, uh, Bobby Holler. So come and join us. We'd love to have you. Yep. And you never know what can happen. Well, all of this is at Andrea's, and he is there every day, lunch and dinner, seven days a week, open for brunch. I think on lunch if he's got a special deal to do. And all those uh, special things that need to be done, too, as you get into the holiday seasons, which is not all that far away. It's always something different, though. All of this is at Andrea's and uh, right across Causeway Boulevard from Lakeside Mall. Uh, Give him the phone number. And Andrea, we have 834-8583. Tom, have a wonderful weekend. Alan, glad to hear your voice. Come back anytime. Oh, we love to see you. My home is here. I'm Charlie. Ciao, Thomas. Pleasure. Give my love to everybody. And oh, there he goes. Ciao. 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 Back right at you. Ciao. I said ciao. It's the ciao. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. So you see, um, so... <laughs> Uh, when we get, well, it's, it's too far away from Halloween for, or uh, for Thanksgiving for me to give you my other uh, concept. But later, you'll like it. It's well, the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We're here uh, having uh, quite a good day. Uh, guys, and let's see, do we have any ladies here? No, no I don't ladies think here so. today. Which, okay, uh, so fellers, uh, I would say that we had a fairly good array of food put down for the folks who have decided to spend a, a whole show with us, because we, we, we have. And uh, and that guy is uh, no less than Alan Tobe. Uh-huh. Yep, so, and, and uh, Chef uh, just, just walked out the door there. But, uh, uh, again, I just want to say, yeah, I had the pleasure of working um, as, as one of his waiters for a few years, and... Uh, you just don't get better than Chef uh, Chef Andrea Puzo. Just uh, and um, and that cookbook, Tom, that you um, help him write. <laughs> you know, I, I, this is this. I'm I'm gonna make this uh, really a quickie because it doesn't, you know. But but oh, uh, he he and I wrote that book. Actually, let me make it more category. Uh, uh, he it's all his recipes. That's it. I didn't write a single recipe for this. I did write all the words. So that's right. my my part of it in there. And it wound up, if I say so myself, coming out to be uh, a, a really surprisingly good book. And I'm sorry that I had to do that to you. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> go talk to Chef Andrea about it, and he'll fix you up. He'll sign it oh, for right. you. And, and uh, and I can find if I can sign yours, I'll put a funny little thing on it that it might embarrass him one day. <laughs> Could be good. All right, uh, thanks a lot for uh, what you were about to say. So well, good. When I come huh? down to New Orleans, uh, I have uh, uh, you know obviously after working with he gave me his book and it's signed by him, but I totally need to have your signature uh, by his as well. So. 
when when we meet, Tom, which hopefully won't be too when far. When we meet again, <laughs> we all see to each other. Oh, I've been told to stop. That's all right. I'm good at it. What? Tom, let me ask you. You know, we're on the subject of oysters. And, yeah. um, you know, you just mentioned that you did this great oyster casserole dish that probably blows everybody's mind. And <laughs> they're just, uh, I'm sure that. Uh, it's a, a heck of a lot better than an oyster, you know, the, the, tip, the, the, the run-of-the-mill oyster stuffing or oyster dressing that people do. Yeah. Not uh-huh. that that's bad, uh, but I tend to, uh, I agree with you that oyster stuffings are, I don't know what it is, um, doesn't do the oyster, um, oh, what can I say? It doesn't present the oyster at its best in no. a... A big, you know, with all the bread, it's so heavy with the breading that um, it covers well, whenever, up. Oysters. Whenever I find one, I remember it and I get it again and again and again. Uh, and because yeah. because because there are some out there. Uh, can I give you one story? Let's see if I have time for this. I don't have much time. Uh, uh, Go ahead. Anyway, Keith Young, who has a, a restaurant on the North Shore Steakhouse, yeah, and. Um, I went in there to have lunch one day. Marianne and I were together. We both loved the place. So we go over there, and uh, Keith said, "Would you? Uh, can I take you off to the side? Because I want to ask you something. Just run by it. Run, run this by you. I said, sure. Good friend of mine. Sit down. And uh, he says, you know, I've been uh, trying to figure out a good recipe for oysters bienville. And I said, you've come to the right guy. This is something I really love. And uh, n- not only that, but it will make it even better still. Uh, so I, uh, I, just to make a long story short, uh, he c- came back after we finished lunch, and he said, what would you think? And I said, that's the best oysters Bienville I've ever had. And now yeah. that's where, if you ever want to see that dish, go over there and get it. And uh, I can't believe to, to this day, huh? What? Does he have this on the menu, or do you have to ask for it? Uh, uh, it is on the menu now. It wasn't for a while, but it definitely is now. Last time I was there, I saw it, and uh, I was very flattered by that. And uh, that's that. Tom, oh, I was there, just are, looking. there are other restaurants. Oh, go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I was going to jump in here, and I noticed that it is 4:30. I'm sorry. 4:52 is the time. My goodness, we've we've blown through two hours, or is it even more than that? A well, lot of almost. <laughs> yeah, we've about covered. Four, four, four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what a way to, to run a radio show. I, I think we uh, we ought to be proud. Uh, Tom, there are a couple of other. Uh, items that you get credit for and i can't think of them but there's there are a couple yeah. of restaurants that have your version i think one is your version of a bread pudding is that correct uh-huh i love bread pudding and yeah. which restaurant is that that sells that that that, that presents your your tom fitzmaurice bread pudding well there are many of those but the one i think is the very best in town is the one at mr b's the one at Mr. Ah. B's is nailed down. Got it. It's terrific. Love it. And this is your recipe. 
This is no, I, w- I couldn't claim uh, that because it's, it's funny uh, that I remember the day I was sitting in a corner over at Mr. B's and K. Paul, Chef Paul Prudhomme, who was still talking to me back then, uh, he, he sat down and we were talking about it. And I said, well, you know, uh, you ought to put, put some work on this bread pudding because I think the one at Arno's is actually better. He said, what? And I, so I ran the two days away uh, to Arno's, grabbed it, rolled, you know, ran the two, uh, two block radius over to, <laughs> to, to get some for the uh, Arno's. Arno's and, uh, and, the, and the one that the Mr. B's put out. Those are, so it's really Mr. B's. That's uh, but but that, yeah, no. Uh, also, the, the, I can't I can't leave without saying Arno's Arno's, and uh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I hesitate before leaving the uh, topic of oysters because it's it's. I know it's it's. We share this uh, commonality. We we both love oysters, and I think you said yep. that oysters are your favorite food. Number uh, one. Right? Lately, you've been talking a lot about mussels, though. I love mussels. Had mussels twice this week. And I find that interesting because when I worked in New Orleans, lived in New Orleans, mussels weren't uh, on the menus so much. Mm. Yeah, isn't that funny? But but I understand that... that, um, uh, the mussels, these are these Louisiana mussels that are, uh, are being... probably not. If you're getting mussels, chances are they're coming from uh, Prince, not Prince, excuse me, um, Manhattan, not Manhattan. What am I saying? Uh, although it does come from up in that part of the world, in uh, that's where the mussels and the scallops and uh, the lobsters mm-hmm. too. They all come from New England. And, and if I were looking for that, that's where I'd go. So uh, are mussels being farmed as well? You know, oysters now, we have oyster farms. Uh, they probably uh, are because it seems like they're doing that to just about everything. But I don't think it's much of a factor because of, to quote a, a chef friend of mine who I can't remember, uh, once told me that uh, if, if you can actually taste the mussels, then you're going to have to start over again or something like mm. that. He's very, very careful about the move this along. Well, well, I understand because the muscles, if it's too strong, then uh, they're not, they're probably not, refri- they're not refrigerated correctly or, or they I'm, probably have something to do with a timing factor. If, yeah. too, if, 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 if it does pay so well, well, uh, I, before we, because I know we have um, just a few minutes left, I was going to ask you, Tom, uh, the Pearl Oyster Bar. Oh, boy, what a sad how, death that was. How so, come the Pearl never reached fame at, uh, like, um, uh, what is it? Um, oh, goodness. The other yeah. oyster, the famous you know, oyster that, place in the French Quarter. That's uh, a, a good Long. question, and I've wondered it myself. But the truth is, they there there was no other uh, market for them because I used to go there pretty often, uh, and I used to go to the, uh, everything else in the place it, when they were still in business. I used to live about two blocks away from there, 
Uh, and I used to eat all that stuff, all those deli meats, uh, but also the turkeys, you know, live. You know, they would cut that stuff up right there on the spot. But it was from another era, and I don't think you'll see that very much unless you get a gourmet type. I, I had uh, mussels twice this week, strangely enough. With, so were they steamed in a uh, in a broth or in a steamed sauce? in a broth? That's right, and a little bit of zing to it, uh, like a little pe- a little bit of pepper, not too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my wife makes a an, uh, she makes a dish with mussels. Um, uh, that, that that's quite good. But mussels up here in the northwest, yeah, are plentiful. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, oh. they're really really good. Oh well, that's the uh, place to get them then. Uh, it's not where you'd want to go for oysters or. But uh, but yeah. but yeah yeah that's that's perfect. But the, so the pearl, of course, I know it closed uh, down even even while I was living there. The, the, they, they they closed, but uh, they were probably up, well. It looks like well, we'll, we'll continue our, our discussion on oysters uh, some other time. <laughs> I think we're well, done. <laughs> Nice uh, spending the day with you, everybody else who was here. Thank you. That was uh, that was a hoot. Thank you. This was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.